Welcome to the weekday Q&A with your host, Ryan Kennedy, where I answer questions submitted by our listeners like yourself. These short daily episodes cover a wide variety of topics to help bring you strategies, tools, and insights to optimize your health and better your life. Now on to today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. This is your host, Ryan Kennedy. And today's episode, I'm going to be answering a question for our weekday Q&A. Someone wrote in asking about the most harmful foods, most inflammatory foods more specifically that we should seek to avoid. And while I could go with just one, I'm gonna go with the top three. The top three most inflammatory foods at the top of the list is industrial processed seed oils. These are your high omega-6 oxidized seed oils, and they would include things like canola oil, soybean oil, safflower, sunflower oil, um, corn oil. There's a few others, and grapeseed oil being one of them, that are very unstable. They're highly processed in the way that they're produced in that essentially, I talk about this in depth in the harmful fats chapter of my book, Beyond Nutrition. The way these oils are manufactured, the way they came about was through Procter & Gamble, some really good marketing. They used to be used for soaps and they decided, hey, let's start producing these for food consumption and tell people that they're healthier than the saturated fats that humans have eaten throughout evolution, that our ancestors prized fats like butter and ghee, uh, beef tallow. These are the fats really humans thrive on, but instead they got replaced by these toxic vegetable oils that are very high in a specific form of fatty acid, specific type of fatty acid called linoleic acid. And I truly believe it's the high consumption of this linoleic acid, primarily through these toxic vegetable oils that have really infiltrated our food system through processed foods, through restaurant foods. You know, a lot of food is cooked in this garbage because it's so cheap. I think this is at the root cause of so much dis-ease in our society and really, really inflammatory to the body extraordinarily inflammatory. So just to back up a second, the top three foods that I think should be avoided that I don't think have much nutritional benefit. And I think do a lot of harm and create a lot of inflammation in the body would be these processed seed oils. Number two would be processed grains. And number three would be refined sugar. Now to break each one of those down, I've gone into the seed oils. You want to make sure you avoid those at all costs. If you're at a restaurant, you're eating out, just ask to have your food cooked in butter. Almost every restaurant you go to is going to have butter back in the kitchen, and that's going to be an easy replacement and a huge step in the right direction. Uh, And then, of course, avoiding packaged processed foods that contain these oils and never buying them and using them in your own cooking. You should only be cooking with high quality saturated fats with grass fed ghee being my favorite, uh, butter being a good option, coconut oil being a good option, beef tallow being another good option. Moving forward, processed refined grains. Uh, are also very problematic. You know, the proteins they they contain can be really inflammatory to the gut and can really wreak havoc in terms of your digestive system, in terms of your uh, cognitive function. You know, they tend to cause a lot of brain fog in people, as well as in your overall body composition due to some of the downstream effects they have on your metabolism. So I'm not a fan of, you know, especially wheat being a big culprit, but any of these processed refined grains, whether you're getting them through bread, pasta, pizza, crackers, cookies, I mean, you know, a lot of these baked goods that have become commonplace in the standard American diet are made of primarily wheat, but sometimes a combination of these different grains. And when you process and refine the grain, not to mention how it's grown, 
with, you know, these genetically modified or hybridized crops, you know, undergoing a lot of pesticide exposure, bad news bears for your body. Lastly would be refined sugar. No surprise here. In fact, most people would think this would be at the top of the list, but actually your body can metabolize sugar. So if I went out and I just drank, you know, a big thing of soda or fruit juice, or I went and just ingested a bunch of processed sugar, even if it's, you know, in a, in a shitty form, like high fructose corn syrup, which is pretty terrible. Um, but any type of sugar, just white cane sugar, just refined cane sugar. Let's just say I pounded a few tablespoons of that. I could go do a bunch of burpees and use up that glucose. And there's not going to be a ton of downstream effects long-term. It's not great. And it does create these advanced gly glycation end products. And it does spike your blood glucose. It does cause insulin resistance over time. It, it is problematic in large quantities, especially when coupled with a sedentary lifestyle. But the point I'm getting at is I can mitigate some of those damaging effects. I can go out and do a bunch of exercise. I could take herbs like uh, berberine and bitter melon extracts and Janima Savetstray and essentially manage my blood glucose, you know, uh, as natural alternatives to things like metformin. But what I can't do when it comes to the grains and the seed oils is just go do a bunch of burpees and expect to completely eliminate the downside effects. Because especially with the seed oils, they start to go into the body and comprise your cell membranes. And it takes literally one to two years to get rid of this toxic sludge that people are ingesting every day. When you remove the seed oils, and you couple that with an elimination of the processed refined grains and sugar, that's the foundation of a good diet. You know, you get rid of that stuff. So people are like, okay, where, what do you eat? I'm going to do a different episode all on this, but essentially high quality grass-fed red meat is going to be at the top as far as nutrient density and an excellent source of bioavailable vitamins and minerals, vegetables, whichever ones you like and tolerate, uh, and some fruits. You know, it's not that all carbohydrates are bad. It's that the form and the processing and the refinement they've undergone and the way that the crops were grown, all these play into the equation. Um, but essentially high quality animal foods, fruits and vegetables, you know, that is the basis of the foundation of a good nutrition plan. That's all I got for you today. Those were the top three inflammatory foods I seek to avoid. Uh, I'm not perfect. There's times when I do have some sugar, I do indulge on some dessert and that's life, but I am very adamant and very, uh, really consistent with avoiding the industrial seed oils, just because I know how much harm they do. So I do not eat fried foods at restaurants. I do not eat most restaurant food for that matter, um, if it's been cooked in any of this stuff. And I really am diligent about steering clear because I just know how damaging it is to the, to the body and to my health. And they don't even taste good. It tastes like nothing guys. So it's not even like you're sacrificing flavor. You cook it up in some healthier saturated fat. It's actually going to enhance the flavor profile of a lot of the, these foods. Share this with a friend. If you found it helpful, if you found this information valuable, would love to hear your feedback. You can find me on Instagram at Ryan C. Kennedy. You can also find me. Uh, well, that's actually where I'm most active. I'm not really on Facebook these days and uh, never been on Twitter. So that's about it. That's all I got for you folks. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you found it helpful, please share it along to anyone else you believe it can serve. You can submit your own question to be answered on the show by going to ryankennedyhealth.com forward slash podcast. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review for the show. Your feedback helps to support me on my mission to positively impact as many people as possible with this information. Please note the information depicted in this episode is purely for informational purposes only. 
please consult your healthcare professional before making any changes to your lifestyle or routine.